Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Blue Jackets fans, happy Wednesday, happy hump day. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. So today, with the news coming out from Chicago about the uh, release of the Bradley Aldrich investigation, uh, I thought I would bring someone who knows a thing or two about a thing or two. Uh, so we're going to be talking today to Sarah Avampato. Uh, you know her from Lockdown Kings, friend of the show, a frequent guest host. But in her day job, she does uh, HR and employee relations and employee investigations and things like that. And so she's kind of come to talk a little bit about, you know, what the next steps are for the Blackhawks, why things happened as they did and uh things like that so obviously you know there is a, a content warning for this episode for discussions of sexual assault and the like so if that's something that's going to upset you or anything like that then maybe give this one a miss uh, i won't take it personally i promise but it felt like it was something important that needed to be discussed so we're taking a brief break from blue jackets coverage to kind of talk about the hockey world at large uh, so i will just uh, jump right into it so with the uh, information coming out of Chicago yesterday, the uh, independent investigation for the Bradley Aldrich uh, lawsuit has kind of been released. It is a fairly grim and upsetting read, um, and that is kind of what we're going to be talking about today. So if, you know, sexual assault discussion, things like that are going to upset you or uh, are something that's triggering to you, then maybe best to, to skip this episode. But I... Uh, I want to talk about it because it's important, and uh, I thought I would have, uh, you know, friend of the show, host of Locked On LA Kings, uh, cover of the Chicago Wolves, Sarah Avampato on the show, uh, not because of any of those things, but because her day job does involve dealing with this kind of thing, and I thought, okay, who who do I know that is going to be able to explain these kind of things in so, in a way that is kind of clear and concise, and uh, in a way that even I can understand them, so... I guess let's kind of start off with the um, Stan Bowman stepping aside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, go for it. Good. <laughs> so you know, I, I think obviously you you want to see him fired. You want to see the, the the black mark on the resume, essentially of you did something wrong. We know you did something wrong. We're not giving you the chance to like atone for this in any way. Um, the, the, the unfortunate difference is that in hockey, like all these people have contracts, which is not like your average worker in the United States doesn't have a contract. You just work there until they decide they don't want you to work there anymore. Stan Bowman's contract, I almost guarantee you, is going to say something in it about if you are fired, even for cause, like the Blackhawks had to pay him money. I can almost guarantee that is in there. And so letting him quote unquote step aside, you know, while letting him save face may also be saving the Blackhawks from paying him out money. Now, like I obviously I've never seen his contract, so I, I can't, 
you know, say for certain, but you see this a lot in cases where we also saw it with um, the, the coach of the Oakland Raiders. Well, I think they're the Vegas Raiders now, whatever football is not my thing, but the guy who it was revealed had made like horrible racist remarks and everything through his emails and they let him resign or step down and similar situation where you can almost guarantee that had they fired him even for cause they would have owed him money. So at least in this one, it sucks, but also it's like, well, at least you're not giving him the, the golden parachute of here's a bunch of money. You did something wrong. Please go away. But it sucks. It just sucks. Because that was the thing about Aldrich as well was um, they basically were like, okay, you can resign or we're going to have to investigate this. And he was like, well, yeah. I'm going to resign. And then they gave him like a nice severance package and a day mm-hmm. with the cup and stuff like that. And I, I wondered if it was maybe... A similar thing of well if you mm-hmm. fire me me being bowman i'm gonna kick up a, a fuss about this and i'm gonna sue for i don't know the firing me for unjust cause or whatever as kind of because his statement was really kind of um passing the buck and well yes. i i told my bosses and i assumed that they would do the right thing which mm-hmm. is bs False. Um, yeah <laughs> and so i wondered if it was a case of okay we're just gonna Mm-hmm. if you resign then you know it can all go away quietly we don't have to put that black mark on the contract we're going to let you step aside with you know quote-unquote dignity um mm-hmm. which is frustrating because you yeah. want to see like i don't know i personally wanted to see a statement from the blackhawks that was a really strong mm-hmm. like we don't condone this we don't condone what bowman or any of the other guys did he no longer works for this organization instead of, oh, well, he's agreed to step aside. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's just a, a really awful, horrible situation that's come out of it. And the fact of the matter is when all of this stuff came out, when I was like, okay, Bowman's resigned as Blackhawks GM, he's uh, resigned as the Team USA GM, I believe as well. Mm-hmm. Um and the organization's been fired $2 million. Like, I don't know what it says about me or hockey in general that I'm like, wow, that's way more than I expected them to do. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, yeah, I honestly, I mean, I, 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 the fine was that was the surprising part to me because I kind of expected the NHL to be like, oh, well, oops, don't do it again. Um, whenever the, they announced that uh, the Blackhawks were doing this press conference, and they kind of said, okay, here's the people who are speaking. And Stan Bowman's name wasn't on that list. I was like, well, he's done. Um, he is, for better or worse, generally has been the face of the Blackhawks at all of their stupid press conferences over the years that they have done, that they have managed poorly. Uh, and so it's like, well, not including Stan Bowman, I think gives me all the information I need to know that uh, he will no longer be with the, the organization. Um, but it, it's, yeah, I, I too was kind of surprised that anything happened. Um, I, I wasn't surprised that, you know, I, I know whenever this first started happening, uh, there were a lot of people who were like scrutinizing the law firm that uh, the Blackhawks chose who, you know, people were saying, this isn't actually going to be a good investigation. This isn't going to be a fair investigation. They're just going to keep sweeping it under the rug. Um, I, you know, as a person who does this similar things for for a living doing employee investigations and workplace investigations and stuff i had faith that the 
that the investigation uh, and having some familiarity with the the law firm um, prior to my current job, I spent 10 years in big law firms like Jenner and Block, not there, but similar places. Uh, I, I had faith that they were going to do a solid investigation. I didn't necessarily have faith that the organization was going to make the right call at the end of it and actually take and take any action on it because I can tell you a billion times throughout my career where it's been like, hey, we've uncovered this bad thing that happened. And then the response is, well, but that person's really good at their job or that person makes us a lot of money or they know this one thing that no one else knows. So what if we don't fire them? And I'm like, I'm going to walk into the lake. But it happens all the time. It clearly yeah. happened here uh, with, with Aldrich because he was good at his job. People didn't like him. Like if you read the report, which I don't necessarily recommend unless you are you know, prepared to read it. It does have a lot of very specific graphic details. So I would say avoid it if you're not in a place to read it or you don't need to read it. Um, but Aldrich throughout it, like other employees described him as like creepy and overbearing and like aggressive and, you know, just clearly like too big for his britches, essentially, like for a guy who's a video coach. Um, he, he wasn't particularly well liked, aside from the fact that he was good at his job. And, you know, I'm sure that this would be a different situation if he was a terrible video coach. You know, unfortunately, I think they might have maybe done something a little different if they were like, well, but we want to get rid of him anyway. So let's just get rid of him. Right. That And that kind of brings me to something else that I have been thinking about. If the Blackhawks do not start 0-6 this season, mm-hmm. does Stan Bowman have a job today? Yeah. Like, that's, that's the thing, and that's something that's yeah. been sitting really badly with me, is I genuinely thought they were going to fire him. I thought, well, I thought Colleton was going to go because the coach is always yeah. supposed to go, regardless of whether he's actually at fault here. Um, I thought Bowman was going to go because the team was bad. Right. And I think this was a very kind of convenient... Um, convergence of events of them releasing this investigation and I think also the fact that the investigation was released publicly yes has put a lot of pressure because if the uh the I don't know if it was the law firm that decided to release it or if the Blackhawks decided to release it I assume the law firm um yeah I, th- I think that the the Blackhawks agreed that they would release it so like the law firm is the one that posted it but you know Chicago gave them permission to release it, which, you know, is is more than they had to do, but they also had many uh, witnesses who said, I will not, you know, take part in this if you aren't releasing the results publicly. Um, So they kind of didn't have a choice, which is good. In a minute, we're going to go back to my conversation with Sarah, but first I've got to tell you about Built Bar. You know by now, I know by now, Built Bar is incredible. They are the best tasting protein bar on the market. If you, like me, are trying to eat a little bit healthier to try and shift some of that lockdown weight, but also you love delicious candy bars, Built Bar is for you because it is a protein bar. It's high in protein, low in sugar, low in carbs, low in calories, uh, high in everything good, low in everything bad, but it tastes exactly like a candy bar. And that's, honestly, the best of both worlds, if you ask me. They've got a ton of delicious flavours, from cherry barcia, to mint brownie, to cookies and cream, to salted caramel. There's something for everyone at Built Bar. And here's the best bit. 
If you go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off your order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day. If the, the, um, the investigation hadn't been released publicly... If the Blackhawks was were a good team this season, mm-hmm. I feel like it would have been a very different story. Like, yeah. isn't there still with the Washington investigation? Mm-hmm. They're still saying, "Oh, we're not going to re- we're not going to yes. re- the results of the organization of the yes. investigation." Yeah, and and interestingly, like one of the reasons the Washington football team is saying, you know, and and the NFL is saying, "Oh, we're not going to release this," is because they're like, "Well, we relied a lot. There's a lot of information in there from anonymous sources," uh, which is a true statement. That isn't a reason to not release it. Uh, you can do investigations without naming your sources all of the time, you know. And when I, you know, part of part of my job for you know people who don't know me is I, like I said, I do workplace investigations, and at the end of it, I have to write up a report. Obviously, not an 100-page long report as as detailed as this one, um, because I'm writing to a very small audience of basically like my boss and legal and that's it. I'm not writing it for an audience of whoever's going to read it online. But, you know, I, I generally will have to identify who I interviewed, but I don't have to say who told me what. And that is part of the promise that we make to people who we are discussing, who we are interviewing in connection with some sort of complaint is we try to anonymize things as much as possible. We try to be you know, to maintain everyone's confidentiality and privacy. Uh, there are times where we aren't going to be able to maintain that because it's like, well, if, you know, this person said that this person did this to them, you know, eventually, you know, people can put two and two together. They're not dumb, but we don't ever go back to management and say, well, Bob told us this and Susan told us this and, you know, Jimmy did this. Um, anonymizing your sources is commonplace in this. So, you know, and, and if you read the Jenner and Block report, they identify team officials. So, you know, Bowman, Joel Quenville, Al McIsaac and them, uh, and they identify players and individuals who had made public statements. So like Brent Sopel uh, has spoken publicly. Um, I believe they might cite Daniel, Danny Carcillo in there. Like they, they cite some people who have made public statements and everyone else is referred to anonymously. And that's fine. That's the way these work. You don't get people to trust you to talk to you about this stuff if they aren't going to have some guarantee especially in a world like hockey that is so insular and it's like well I mean half of the reason people were afraid to do or say anything about Aldrich was like his dad works for the Sharks and he has connections everywhere and it's like well one person was like oh he was going to give me a good reference for another like position or something so of course, no one's going to talk in hockey if they think that you're, they're going to know who talked to you. So the whole like, oh, I can't, we can't release this because it relies on anonymous sources is BS. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's, that's the thing as well is I, 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 I would not call the investigation an enjoyable read. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a really good job of laying all the information out and doing it in a way that was clear and concise and um did not necessarily um out anyone i guess mm-hmm. except for potentially john doe himself right. uh, i don't necessarily agree with the fact that they gave us what his age his height his mm-hmm. weight and that he was a black ace at the yeah. time um which i mean if you can narrow it all the way down to that then 
right. you can probably find the guy, but everyone else I noticed it was, you know, Black Ace One or mm-hmm. um, Professional Acquaintance was was something that got used as well. So, yeah, it it's all just bad, um, yeah. is, is my unofficial kind of <laughs> semi-conclusion here. But mostly what, I, what I'm thinking about now is what are the next steps? in this right. you know um there was a, a like i don't know like a 45 second press conference with um joel quenville today where mm-hmm. he basically said i stand by the statement i made in the summer where he didn't know despite the fact that this investigation proved has said mm-hmm. oh actually multiple people have corroborated that you were in mm-hmm. that meeting and you did hear what this uh sexual assault allegation was and you were still arguing to keep aldrich because the team was winning uh, mm-hmm. And you didn't want to be a distraction and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, it's, it's been almost completely proven to be a lie, what he said right. in his summer. And so he's still choosing to stand by that, but he can't make any comment beyond right. that. So like, and, what... I, and I'm sure that that is like the Florida Panthers team lawyers being like, shut up, do not s- shut your mouth, do not say a single other thing, um, which he he should he 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 needs to not say it like for for his own like legal protection uh, he needs to not say anything else should he still be coaching tonight uh no he should not be um i think he's trying to thread a very very small needle to try to like be like well i'm not lying but i you know i i knew but i didn't know but i'm not lying like his wording has been very oddly specific kind of every time he is asked about like what did you know and when uh, so you know, there's very clearly some, you know, media coaching essentially going on of him formulating his answers. Um, and I think, I think this was your point on Twitter. And so I, I will rip you off because it was a really good point of, okay, so either he is just flat out lying to everyone about what he knew, when he knew it, what he did about it, or he is a manager slash person in a position of power who went to a meeting, didn't pay attention to the meeting, left the meeting without caring at all about what had just occurred, which I can tell you is a thing that happens and it's bad every time it happens. Um, But neither of those paint him in a good light. Like neither of those are good things of, yeah, either he's a liar or he's terrible in a leadership position because he was so hyper-focused on the Stanley Cup that he didn't pay attention or like internalize anything he heard in this meeting. So like both options, stuck yeah they're both bad it's kind of the the same thing about Jonathan Taves as well which is Mm -hmm. he did that interview I think with Mark Lazarus where he was Mm -hmm. like man it was really annoying that that guy said oh everyone knew about it because I didn't know about it until after like the next season I'm like oh okay so you actually knew about it nine months nine years and six months before everyone else it's annoying that this person's going to the media but then it's kind of come out that there was like homophobic bullying being thrown around at practice and in the locker room Mm -hmm. and that people on other teams at the time knew about it and I'm like okay Jonathan Taves is the captain of this team and is Mm -hmm. kind of widely considered to be one of the best leaders in this sport either he's lying or he's bad at being a captain right like which is it like Like, yeah which is it which one would you like to be you know right yeah, Either like, you genuinely yeah. didn't hear because you're like so self-absorbed and insular mm-hmm. that you just didn't recognize anything that was happening in practice, which like having been part of hockey practices, like 
you pay attention to what's going yeah. on. You know, like yeah. even if you're hyper focused on the drill while you're doing it, it's you know you hear things, and if the, right. the bullying that's being thrown around is as you know vocal as apparently it has been, you knew about it. So either you knew about it and you didn't care, you knew about it and you forgot. Mm-hmm. Or you didn't know about it, in which case you're an idiot who shouldn't be in charge of the locker room. Right. You know, and like, you know, and, and it's one of those things where like, you know, I, I it, 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 like, I believe in the power of people to change. Um, and, you know, so I, I do, I do look at it a bit of like, okay, this hat, like, and Stan Bowman also made this point and in his bus throwing under, you know, I didn't take any responsibility for this statement of like, you know, if this had happened again today, I would have done it differently, which is like, I at least like that acknowledgement of like, yeah, I, I didn't handle this correctly. Um, you know, and, I, and part of my job is trying to look at a situation and saying, you know, what action can we take to, to fix this? And, you know, sometimes it is just a person you know, who is a bad manager and who doesn't know how to deal with, you know, stress at the workplace or whatever. And like, you can fix it. You can, you know, it takes a lot for me to be like, oh, this person is beyond hope of fixing them. And we're just going to end up back here doing another investigation in six months. And like, what are we wasting our time for? Um, But I, I don't know that any of these people have shown me that they have changed. I, I, you know, I, I would, I would much more respect or appreciate a, a statement from, you know, Jonathan Taves or any of these people who was like, listen, like, I don't recall it that way. Like, like whatever, like, I don't recall it that way, but you know, I acknowledge that maybe something happened and I can say that I've had like, you know, at least some recognition of personal growth um, of yes, I did handle this incorrectly or I ignored this or whatever. Um, but you know, I would not do it that same way today. And coming up in a minute, I've got the end of my conversation with Sarah, but first I've got to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, there's going to be even more odds, props, and contests as BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website to use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's right, 100%. That is double your initial deposit just for signing up. Make sure you use promo code NFL100 to uh, get that bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Once again, that is promo code NFL100. NFL100 for a 100% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. But, you know, we can't ever prove any of it. We're not in the room. We don't know any of these guys. But, like, you know, in, in the optimist's heart of mine, I would like to believe that, you know, if he did witness any of this or or whatever, that if he witnessed it today, it might be a different story, but this is hockey. And I don't have much faith in many of these people to do that or to grow in that way. No. And the other thing that like, I wonder about is um, there was a a particularly grim bit in the, the investigation where they talked about how the 
was it the mental skills coach mm-hmm. that, the, that the Blackhawks employed yep. was like, well, I would sometimes, you know, send homophobic mm-hmm. jokes to try and bond mm-hmm. with them about stuff. And like, is, is the culture that bad that this kind of homophobic bullying was, was kind of overlooked because it was just, you know, quote unquote, the norm Yeah, is, is something that kind of haunts me, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just to just to continue on with your point, like that's something that always really bothered me about the Patrick Kane mm-hmm. uh, case in 2015 was like, I don't know if he did it. I don't think anyone's mm-hmm. ever going to know. Obviously, the only people that know for sure are him and uh, the girl. Mm-hmm. At no point during any of that, like they paraded him around behind a Blackhawks logo and everyone spoke out in support of him, et cetera, et cetera. And like, I get that. I get wanting to support your teammate even if you think he's guilty you know it's it's the team culture blah 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 Mm -hmm. at no point during any of that did they say we take accusations of sexual assault extremely right seriously yeah you know which is such a a small thing it doesn't admit liability Mm -hmm. it doesn't say we think he did it it just says we take these kind of accusations seriously we will be investigating properly you know, right. at no point did they say that during the Patrick Kane yeah. situation. Yeah, it was very I just... they didn't say it Mm-mm. during this one until, you know, months in when they've released right. some kind of half-baked, yeah. we support victims of domestic abuse and right. sexual assault statements. Right. It's like, that, do you? Yeah. <laughs> do you I'm really? Like, do you, though? So it's... I, yeah, I don't know what's what's next. Mm-hmm. You know, Joel Quenville should not be coaching tonight. Yeah. Kevin Sheveldayoff should not be doing anything. You know, yeah. um, the Chicago Blackhawks should probably be folded and just we're done. This is this is too much. This is mostly hyperbole, but you know, yeah. at, at what point is it the 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 fact that the the organization is just rotten from the top right. down? Right. Um, and it sucks like it's obviously my hurt feelings are not mm-hmm. even close to the most important thing here you know they are very much at the bottom of the list but like and you know I, I imagine as a woman as queer people as people of color you know they keep mm-hmm. going back to this organization and this organization this league mm-hmm. keeps saying well we don't respect you or believe you or trust you yeah and it's it's just tough to cover this sport when, you know, I say it all the time, you know, I love this sport and it doesn't love me back sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not really anything that we can do about that. Yeah. I, like it, it, it sort of makes me think of, um, and, and it's some of the issues that have come up in the NWSL, the Women's Professional Soccer League here. Um, and how many of the issues are happening with essentially like their equivalent of the original six. They're the teams that have been around the longest. They're owned by like the you know most longest standing employer, like owners and everything. And they're the ones that have had some of the most garbage things come out about it. And the teams that are really changing the conversation and changing the situation for their players who are kind of, you know, famously underpaid and always like, you know, the last consideration, like half of them talk about, you know, they have to practice at like local high schools and stuff because they don't have their own practice facility and all like all sorts of horrible things 
And the teams that are changing this narrative essentially are the new ones that are coming into the league now that are all owned by, you know, a lot of them have ownership groups that are led by women and they are led by, you know, people of color and people who have been in the sport. And I think I just saw like the Kansas city team just like just submitted plans for like, there are, it's like the very first like single use stadium in the NWSL. Like the only tenant is going to be the women's soccer team in Kansas city. And they're going to have their own practice facilities and state of the art, everything. And the, the fact that this is so new and different and like groundbreaking and it took like a new team and a new leadership group to do it. You know, I, I think that, I think that says something of people coming into the organization. Now the league now are like, no, this isn't okay. We have to like not do what we've been doing for years. Um, and so I, I'm curious, like obviously the biggest golden Knights have not done anything useful in terms of that, but like <laughs> Seattle does like <laughs> Seattle. I do find curious, like they are, at least on paper, uh, you know, they're hiring the right people. They're investing in, you know, they're not hiring essentially all of the same old white guys that we have seen in teams. And I think they have a little bit more diversity of, of opinion and of different backgrounds and everything in, in their leadership. Um, but at the end of the day, you still have a sport with a culture problem. Right. And, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I, uh, Jess and I talked about this on the Locked on NHL for Wednesday's episode as well. And, you know, we both kind of came to the point of if you're sitting back and looking at all the stuff that's happening with Chicago and you're going like, man, my team would never do that. Um, I no, have news incorrect. for you. <laughs> Your team probably has. Yeah. Um, like, maybe not the, you know, the specific situation or something this egregious, but your team has. They all have. I mean, you and, look at the, the guy that they're replacing Bowman with, probably mm-hmm. on Team USA, who is currently mm-hmm. being investigated for a different cover yes. of a sexual assault from years yeah. ago like it's the problem is it's it is a feature not a bug mm-hmm. of of this league um i did find it interesting um mark lazarus did a, an article for the athletic about potential replacements for bowman and i found it interesting that he named uh, two women and a black man as mm-hmm. potential replacements which that would be the first time that there has been uh, a woman yeah. GM in the NHL and the first time there has been a black GM I believe mm-hmm. I could I be think wrong so, yeah. that. but so you know it's change is possible yeah I don't know whether the black this Blackhawks organization can do so yeah I don't know how committed they are to it I mean I, I do appreciate the fact that they are like okay no one who works here now was here then um that they they really truly did clean house essentially yeah. of anyone who was there which is the bare minimum like the bar is on the floor um and that's kind of the bare minimum i would have expected them to uh to do they did not uh, dig so at least the they bar did that. that was on the floor which is <laughs> right kind of what i have come to expect from not only the blackhawks but every team mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. in this league um yeah but yeah like, like i say it, it's it's horrible it's frustrating but maybe things will start to kind of turn around after this. Maybe the league will continue to do the right thing. I know Batman is talking to Chevel Dayoff and uh, Quenville in person mm-hmm. about this. So I guess we'll, we'll see kind of what, what comes of that. Um, yeah. And I think that's kind of, that's, I mean, I could talk for, for <laughs> hours and hours about this because I have a lot of thoughts and anger and ranting saved up, but uh, I think we'll, We'll kind of call it there. Um, 
you want to plug Locked On Kings? We didn't really talk yeah. about the the LA Kings at all, but if people That's want right. to, they, kind of they frustrate find your me. Too. Why can they? Yeah. Um. So you can find uh, Locked On Kings wherever podcasts are available at Locked On Kings on Twitter. Uh, Locked On NHL also available on any of your podcast places. Uh, at Locked On NHL Pods on Twitter. Uh, like I said, Jess and I on our Western Conference Wednesday Wednesday shows. Uh, talked a little bit about uh, about this issue as well. So if you want to hear some more thoughts of mine uh, on it, you can find find that show as well. I'm on Twitter at right said Sarah. Um, I did kind of tweet out a thread with some of my thoughts and feelings on sort of the workplace investigative aspect of all of this, um, just kind of based off of my own workplace experience. I've been doing this for like 15 plus years. So I like to think I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Um, so you can find me on Twitter and, uh, say hello. And, um, yeah, that's all I have, I think. And that's kind of all I've got for today. Tomorrow, I, uh, will be sitting down with John Chick of Locked On Rangers to do a little bit of a preview because it's been a million years since we've played the Rangers and, uh, many things are different now. So that will be, uh, fun. It's still kind of a novelty to play teams that are not the same seven teams that we played a million times last season so we'll we'll talk to john about that and coaching and goaltending and all kinds of fun things that is tomorrow i have been jay foster you can find me on twitter at underscore jacob foster j-a-k-o-b-f-o-r-s-t-e-r you can find this podcast at l-o underscore blue jackets if you have comments questions criticisms you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com and until tomorrow make sure you stay Locked on.